Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. A short Bible study, only about 13 minutes every day, but it's seven days a week getting us into God's Word. And 13 or so minutes, we can work that into our busy schedule. Listening in the car on the way to work or back home from work or taking a lunch break at work or maybe just taking a break from our chores around the house. But we can fit that in, and it keeps us in God's Word, and that's crucial because faith comes by hearing the Word of God. Now, you know people who need to think about their souls, about their relationship with God. Help them by sharing these short studies with them every day through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means. But share with your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can. Think what a blessing it will be for them to have their life turned around because you help them get into God's Word and learn about salvation through Jesus Christ. But it will be a great blessing for you as well. So make that commitment and start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. We're going to finish up our line of thought and study asking the greatest, the most important question that anybody could ask, and that everybody should be asking on a regular basis, what must I do to be saved? What must I do to be saved? And we've walked through this in a rather methodical way, looking at a process, if you want to think of it that way. But it's simply God's guidelines to salvation for everybody, you, me, every other individual, alive in this world or whoever will be alive in this world until the Lord comes again. I've got to recognize that I'm a sinner, that I'm lost in my sin because the wages of sin is death, Romans 6 and verse 23. When I come to that reality, then I need to make make a decision, a pivotal decision. Do I want to stay lost in sin? Sin is not okay. Sin separates us from God, Isaiah chapter 59, verses 1 and 2. Do I want to be separated from God? You see, in 2 Thessalonians chapter 1 and verses 8 and 9, we have kind of a really nutshell picture of what it's going to be like in the final day of judgment when the Lord does come again to judge all mankind, to call us to account for how we have lived our lives in this world physically But remember that we're also living spiritually because we've all got a soul. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 10 says we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ and give account of the things done in the body, whether good or bad. And so in 2 Thessalonians chapter 1 verses 8 and 9, it says that Jesus on that day is going to come back in flaming fire, taking vengeance on those who do not know God and on those who who have not obeyed the gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And these shall be cut off from God for all of eternity, going to everlasting condemnation. Verse 9, I'm paraphrasing there, but that's, that's the gist of what the Apostle Paul lays out for us. So I need to make up my mind. Do I want to stay lost in my sins? Or do I want to receive that gift that God has waiting for me. He wants to offer it to me. He does offer it to me. Will I want to accept that gift? And that is eternal life in Christ Jesus, my Lord. 
forgiveness and salvation. So Romans 6 and verse 23 has both sides of the ledger, so to speak, or both ends of the spectrum. While I'm still in sin, I'm, I'm lost, eternally so. The wages of sin is death. But the other end of the spectrum or the other side of the ledger is God has this gift he wants to give me, and that's forgiveness and salvation and eternal life in Christ Jesus my Lord and Savior. Well, then I need to learn about Jesus. I need to learn that he is my Savior, that he is my only Savior. John 14 and verse 6, the way, the truth, and the life, and nobody comes to the Father except through him. And then I need to understand, okay, how do I come to you, Lord? How do I come to you as my Savior? Well, I need to repent of my sins. Well, I've got to believe in him first. Because if I don't believe in Jesus as my Savior, I've got to learn of him, and I do that through the Word, through the Scriptures, and then I've got to make up my mind, do I really believe in him? Jesus said, if you do not believe that I am he, you shall die in your sins. John 8 and verse 24. Is there any other hope other than through Jesus for my forgiveness and salvation? No. No other hope. Okay, how do I come to you, Lord? I need to repent of my sins. Jesus said, except you repent, you will all likewise perish. Luke 13 and verse 3. And it's not just the idea of being sorry. I've got to, now that's, that's the beginning point. But a whole lot of sorry sinners are still out there. Sinners. They're sorry, but not to the point of changing their lives. And so repentance is a change of mind that leads to a change of action or behavior or lifestyle. 2 Corinthians 7 and verse 10. I need to repent of my sins. I need to make up my mind. I, I want to stop this. I want to stand justified, forgiven, saved before God, my Father, through my Savior, Jesus Christ. I need to confess my faith in Jesus openly. Romans chapter 10, verses 9 and 10. And Matthew chapter 10 and verse 32. Because I want him to confess my name before God the Father in heaven. And then finally, I need to come to him in complete surrender. Allowing myself to be baptized into him for the remission of my sins. On Pentecost, when many of the Jews in that gathering of thousands who were there for that Jewish holy day and feast day, after Peter had preached that scathing gospel sermon, convicting them of having crucified their Savior, some asked, what shall we do? Acts, 10 and, Acts 2 and verse 37. Peter responded first. The first word was repent. And then he connected the act of obedience through baptism to the repentance. Repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins or so that your sins can be forgiven. Jesus died on the cross 
He shed his blood as the cleansing sacrifice so that we could have the opportunity to be forgiven of our sins and be saved in him. It is at baptism that we contact that cleansing power of the blood that he shed on the cross, of his sacrificing his physical life for us, dying in our place so that we could have the opportunity to accept that gift from God by his grace of forgiveness, salvation, and eternal life. When Jesus ascended back to heaven, one of the last things we have recorded in Scripture that he told the apostles was go into all the world, preach the gospel to all creation. He who believes and is baptized shall be saved. He who does not believe shall be condemned. He put salvation after believing and being baptized. Baptism is that crossing over point from having been lost to coming into salvation, having been outside of Christ to coming into him. Because you see, through baptism, we come into Christ. And I'm not making that up. That's not some doctrine that I have thought up myself. That's scripture. In Romans chapter 6 and verse 3, the apostle Paul wrote God's word. Do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? He repeats that in Galatians chapter 3 and verse 7, baptized into Christ. Matthew recorded the great commission from our Lord as he was ready to ascend back to heaven. In Matthew chapter 28, verses 19 and 20, he said, go therefore and make disciples, that is followers of Christ, of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I've commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age of the world, amen. He put baptism right in the center of becoming a disciple, a true disciple. Now, I know there are many churches out there that says, I, you're, you're not saved through baptism. They're telling you false doctrine. They're teaching something that is absolutely contradictory to what the scriptures clearly teach. He who believes and is baptized shall be saved. I need forgiveness of my sins. Ananias, a Christian man sent by the Lord himself to teach Saul of Tarsus, who would ultimately become the Apostle Paul. But first he needed forgiveness because he had been a sinner. He had rejected Christ. And Ananias came to him and said, why are you waiting? Arise and be baptized and wash away your sins, calling in the name of the Lord. Acts 22 and verse 16. Baptism is that point where I become a new creation spiritually. As the Apostle Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, how do I get into Christ? Romans 6 and verse 3, Galatians 3 and verse 27, 
baptized into Christ. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And Jesus told Nicodemus in John chapter 3, verses 3 through 5, except a man be born of the water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. Except a man be born again, he cannot be in heaven. I need to submit my will to God's will. I need to come to him his way. I need to believe in Jesus as his son and my savior. I need to repent of my sins, make up my mind, I'm changing. Like a smoker says, I, I want to quit. Okay, make up your mind and then take the steps necessary. I need to come out of my sins. I've got to make up my mind. I've got to repent. And I need to openly confess my faith in my Lord so that he can openly confess my name before his Father in heaven. And I need to completely surrender to him in baptism so that the blood that he shed on the cross can cleanse me of the guilt of my sins and I can come into him as my Lord and Savior. We'd like to help you along this line. We'd like to help you study God's word about these matters, about Christianity, about salvation. You can contact us through our website at churchofchrist.com. Click on the email link and contact us that way. Or you can call us at 402-498-8397. 402-498-8397. Are you ready to come to your Lord? Are you ready to accept the gift of salvation and eternal life that God has waiting for you? Come to him his way. Let's pray. Father, help everyone to see that they, you have a better way waiting for them. You have a gift that only you can give. Forgiveness, salvation, eternal life. If they will come to you through Jesus, your Son, our Lord and Savior, repenting of their sins, confessing his name openly, and surrendering to him in baptism, at which point the blood that he shed on the cross will cleanse them of all of the guilt of all of their sins. Praise be to you, Father. Help people understand, believe, and obey, Father. Please, we pray. Please forgive us, gracious Father. In Jesus' name, amen.